0: Praise the Lord everyone. How is
1: everybody doing this morning? This fabulous this is a day out here today. We got this good weather going on today and we bless the Lord for his loving kindness and pen of mercy. Today we will be reading in 1 first Thessalonians five. So if you want to go ahead and turn your um Bible's over the first lesson on this side, and we'll be starting at the 12th verse, and we'll read it all the way to the end, 12 through 28, but let us just sing a little
0: song before we get started. I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart, I will agree, and my answers. It will be, yes, Lord, Lord, yes. I say, yes, Lord, yes, do your will and to your way. My soul says, yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart I will agree and my answer, it will be it, yes, Lord, Lord yes. Father God, we bless you.
1: We love you, adore you, and appreciate you. We thank you today, God, for where we are today. We thank you for life, health, strength. We thank you especially, Lord God, for empowering us today with the spirit of the Holy Ghost, giving us the ability to live right, talk right, giving us the ears, the eyes to see, spiritual things. We thank you. We ask and welcome you to come into our teaching this morning. Give your people insight, understanding, more wisdom of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. We welcome every one of you today to Pursuing Word Ministries. We are here this morning teaching from the word of the Lord, we welcome you on next Sunday, we'll be actually in a building setting. We'll be worshiping on 1975 Hagrid court at 4 p.m. We welcome you to attend that service. We also will have dinner after that service. We welcome you to either join dine with us or if you're not comfortable with that, you know, we got the social distancing going on. We will also have available for you to take out, you know, so that you, we will all be respectful of one another. So we bless the Lord. Let's get into the word of the Lord. But before we actually read uh, going where we're coming from, I, I, I know you guys have – you, you got to be glad that you're now no longer sitting on the edge of your seat waiting to see – who will be our next president? Hmm? <laughs> well, we, we, we found out that, uh, Biden is and will be our next president here in a couple of months. But we do honor and we thank God still for our president still in office. President Trump, we do still have to still give glory and honor to him. You know, we, we, we just got to respect leadership. So we thank God for him in half uh, we, we We pray and ask the Lord that he strengthen him and encourage him because he's got to be feeling uh, quite uh, unencouraged uh, today, but it is what it is. And so we're thankful today for God and who he is and who he has permitted to be in office. Uh, I just want to,
0: uh,
1: read to you some statements said, uh, from last night or from yesterday from our vice president, upcoming, let's say upcoming vice president, Kamala Harris. Kamala uh, Harris, he stated, You, she's talking to us, the American people, you ushered into a new day for America. This is what she said. She said, you chose Joe Biden as the next president. This is what she said. Kamala Harris went on to say, what a testament it is to Joe's character that he had the audacity to break one of the most substantial barriers that exist in our country and select a woman as his his vice president. But while uh, I may be the first woman in office, I will not be the last. This is her words. She said because every little girl watching tonight, uh, she's Uh, that this is a country, she sees that this is a country of possibilities. And to children of our country, regardless of your gender, gender, our country has sent you a clear message. Dream with ambition. Lead with conviction. And see yourselves in a way that others may not, simply because they've never seen it before but know that we will applaud you every step of the way. And to the American people, no matter who you voted for, I will strive to be a vice president like Joe was to President Obama, loyal, honest, and prepared, waking up every day thinking of you and your family. Because now is when the real work begins, the hard work, the necessary work, the good work, the essential work to save lives and beat this epidemic, to rebuild our economy so it works for working people, to root out systematic racism in our justice system and societies, to combat the climate crisis, to unite our country, and heal the soul of our nation. And the road ahead will not be easy. But America is ready, and so are Joe and I. This is what she said. She continued to say, We have elected a president. Who represents the best in us? Leader, a leader that a leader the world respects and our children will look up to. A commander and chief who will respect our troops and keep our country safe. These are the words from our upcoming new vice president, Kamala. Our new elected president upcoming Biden, these were his words. He said, folks, the people of this nation has spoken. They delivered to us a clear victory, a convincing victory, a victory for we the people. Uh, we're one with the most votes ever cast in presidential tickets in the history of this nation. 74 million votes. I just had to re-say those words from our upcoming leader. And as they have said, This definitely is the people's choice, whom in which the Lord has permitted and allowed it to be so. With that being said, we the church, we have a strong and great responsibility on our shoulders as men and women of God, even more so now. We have been charged by God to stand on truth, preach the unadulterated word of
0: God. We have a great responsibility. Let's read the word of the Lord. First Thessalonians
1: chapter, five, chapter five. First Thessalonians chapter five, starting at this 12th verse reads, and we beseech you, I encourage every one of you that is on the line, get your Bibles.
0: Don't just turn in the space and get busy. Sit down. Get your Bibles and read along with us.
1: Please, don't take the preacher's word for it. You have to know the word of God for yourself. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 12, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. I am reading from the King James Version. And to esteem them very highly in love for their works' sake. And be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, Comfort the feeble minded support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Push not the spirit, despise not prophecies, prove all things and hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit, and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with an holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. And that reading is First Thessalonians chapter five, verses twelve through twenty eight. And you know how we do it at Pursuing Word Ministries. We are a Bible believing church. We are not just we are not a building. We are the church. We believe in the true teachings, preaching of his word. We don't believe in adding our opinions and all that. We just believe in just giving the truth of his word to men and women across our nation. So we're going to break down the word of God. Uh We understand that this teaching, Paul uh, is teaching to the church of Thessalonica, uh, he, we, we understand he wrote this letter to the church after, after actually being with them. The scripture says for three Sabbaths. Scripture lets us know for three Sabbaths he was with them. And you have some theologians that believe he was with them for a space of three weeks. Others believe it was, it could have been possibly that he was there for around about three months because of the assistance that he received from the Church of uh, Philippians. Whether, uh, how long he was there, he started a ministry there that was very productive. And he showed his pastoral leadership and his concern for the people. He sends back Timothy to check on them. The word of the Lord lets us know that uh, even that this word was uh, brought, if you read the first chapter and the first verse uh, of uh, Thessalonians, that Paul and Silvanus and Timothy unto the church of uh, Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's just know that Paul had assistance uh, with uh, the delivering of this message, of this word, this epistle that he had sent to uh, the theologians. So we thank God for his faithful servant, Paul, because we can still be blessed by his word. We can apply this word today uh, for our learning, for our teaching. Verse 12 says, and we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you and the Lord, and in the Lord, and admonish you. Uh, I want you to know that every word spoken in his word, we can actually apply it today. Uh, we know that the word of God has been written centuries ago. But. But this, this word is alive today. No matter what's going on in our world, in our nation, uh, we, the people of God, uh, we don't have a reason to faint. We, we, we don't have a reason to faint because uh, Paul uh, encourages the church to look forward to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we are not a of people without hope uh our newly elected president he had said last night that he feels in the air a sense of joy and a sense of hope that has now been brought back to our nation and i know as it may be a sense of joy and hope coming to some but we the people of god we should have never lost hope we should have never lost the joy because we are awaiting the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But Paul is saying here, he said, I beseech you, brethren, or in other words, this is very important information for you to understand, you the people of God, you the church, to know them which labor among you. He said, and are over you in the Lord. We ought to know those in leadership roles, know those that are operating in our church, especially your leaders. He said, know them that labor among you. Uh, my question is today, are they laboring? Are you under leadership that is laboring, not just in the natural, but in the spiritual realm? Hmm? Do you have leadership? that is laboring uh among you and that is over you in the Lord. Your leaders, leaders today, we ought to be operating in the Lord, not in our flesh, not in our opinion, or not in our abilities, but we ought to be laboring in the Lord, Paul says, and admonish you. He said, and admonish you, I admonish you, glory be to God, and to esteem them very highly in love. Did you see what he said? He said, esteem them very highly in love. He said, this is something that you and I should do with leadership, with those that you call your leaders, or those that you call your coverings. We are to esteem them very, very highly in love. Glory be to God. We are to, uh, give them double honor in, 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 a sense. To esteem them very highly in love. Why? For their work's sake. Uh, for how they labor. For how they, uh, seek in the throne of grace for you. How they are standing on your behalf and how they are watches over your souls. He said, esteem them very highly in love, Uh not in your opinion or what you think leadership should do or should be doing. What they, what you feel like they're not doing and can be doing. But he said, esteem them in love for the works. That they are doing now. Why? Because they are in the Lord. He said, and peace, and he said, and be at peace among yourselves. Uh there should be no controversy or no confusion within our church or amongst the men and women of God. But we should have peace among us, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Glory be to God. Verse 14 says, Now we exhort you, brethren. Warn them that are unruly. I like that how he says, now we exhort you. Paul is letting us know that he's not by himself. Please understand the people of God that leadership are covering of pastors in our church. Uh we cannot, I cannot explain that enough. We cannot do it. By ourselves. I know you have a pastor, myself, Pastor Morrison. I am very hands on and sometimes I have to tell myself, Liz, you can't do it all. You got to release the work. Make disciples. You know, we, we, we have to prepare and equip others to do the work. Uh, Paul is saying here, now we exhort you. He's not by himself. He has the assistance of Timothy and Silas. He said, Brother, warn them that are unruly." We, as men and women of God, we have a responsibility to speak the truth. He said, I want you uh, people to, 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 to warn them to speak. To, to, to speak out of your mouth, to warn them that are unruly. What you talking about? Those that are disorderly, are disruptive, uh, not amendable. Those that uh, do not have a good discipline or do not have good self-control. He said, I want you to warn them that, in other words, this is not good, but that you be not afraid to speak the truth, even to those that are unruling. He also said he said comfort the feeble minded. See that? He said, Comfort comfort the feeble minded, those that are unable to make intelligent decisions or judgment. The feeble minded. Uh the New American Standard Bible uh calls them the faint hearted. The ones that are lacking courage are those that are timid and weak. Uh, those that are lacking power to perform physical or demanding tasks, those that are lacking spiritual strength and energy. He said, I want you to comfort them, comfort the feeble-minded, comfort the fainted heart. We have a responsibility even to those whom that is in our circle those that have not the strength to do physical things, even those that may have went up in age not able to do for themselves. Shame on you and shame on me. If we have the ability to help others or to be, an, uh, uh, be a help to others, that we, we don't put our hands to do the work. Shame on you and shame on me if we'll watch leadership run a church and we don't put our hands and our bodies and our spiritual gifts to help others to be able to get the word of God out. We must understand that this call is not about us, but this we have been called to kingdom work. It's even more so now that we, the people of God, we have to do it. We have to stand in the gap. We have been empire, empowered by the Holy Spirit to do the hard work, the necessary work, the good work, the essential work. We have been called to preach the gospel to everybody, to every creature, not just holding it to ourselves. we got to get out of the mindset of the traditional ways, the traditional uh, church buildings. But Understand that the call is bigger than we are. But true ministry is being able to go out into our land and be helpers one to another. He also says not only to warn those that are unruly, but also to comfort the uh, feeble-minded, but also to support the weak. What's he talking about, the weak? Uh the weak vote what we just said those that, that 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 are feeble and those that are are, are, are in physical ways they cannot perform demands demanding tasks uh they're not able to do what they may be able what they may have been able to to do back in the past maybe sickness have overtaken them uh maybe they have been in car accidents or just life. weak in the mind. How how mental problems are It's not just saying just, uh, just a gender, but it's talking about humanity. Glory be to God. We, we 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 have here, and we're talking about men and women of God that may are people in our world on your jobs. Glory be to God in your home, your family members, that you have patience with them. Is it hard? Yes. That's why we need uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why we need to be led by the Spirit of God, so that we may be able to operate and as mature saints, being able to have that fruit of long suffering, being able to work in patience. Glory be to God. The Word of the Lord said, "See that none render evil for evil unto any man. See that none of us. See, this is talking about." a church conduct, how we supposed to conduct ourselves, huh? This is what this is talking about, especially as we move and transition with new leadership, with our new vice president, new presidency. Listen, we the people of God, we gotta come up now. We've been chilling out too long. We've been, uh, quiet too long. We've been, uh, straddling the fence way too long, but we need to make a choice. It's time now that we're trying to live a double lifestyle, style, uh, one foot here and one foot there. Now, we need to make a choice because, we listen, times, uh, the, the scripture lets us know when iniquity abounds, the love of many going to wax cold. So we have to be in the position to be rich. Re- to be ready to whatever's about to happen in this next season, that we'll operate in the right way. Uh, we cannot go in rendering evil for evil. Since you did this to me, I'm going to come back to you, and I'm going to do it to you. No, this is not how we, the people of God, are supposed to operate. He said, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Did you hear what he's saying? He said, follow that which is good, both among yourselves, not just among yourselves, but also to all men. Glory be to God. It is about the work of God for you and me, that we operate in the things of God. And we know that there's no good thing in the flesh. We know this. So, uh, we glorify God, uh, through allowing his spirit to operate through us. Glory be to God. So uh, we, the people of God, we must be able to do this and show this am- amongst yourself and to all men that they may see it. Look at verse 16. It says, rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. Second Corinthians 6 and 10 reads, As sorrowful, yet always rejoicing as poor, yet making many rich as having nothing, yet possessing all things. In other words, no matter what your circumstances are, we got to know how to be content in whatever state that we are in and to be able to rejoice. Evermore, no matter what, we are to be joyful, joyous. If we are feeling some type of way or in our feelings and maybe feeling hatred towards uh, certain people or, or in certain situations, we know just how we got to try the spirits and see if they be of God. And we have the power to put our flesh under subjection and walk in power through the word of God. Paul lets us know in verse 17, he said, pray without ceasing. Do you understand the power that we have through prayer, through communicating with God? We have power through prayer. Prayer is the way in which we communicate with God. And Paul is saying, We should do this without ceasing. We shouldn't just pray when things are going bad. What happens when things are going all right? You got good money flow in the bank. Your car seems to be operating right. You got plenty of food in the refrigerator. You might not cook, but others have compassion on you, and they're cooking for you. They're blessing you. They're sending good things, good vibes to you. He said, not just rejoicing in these times, or not just praying through these, uh, times of, uh, 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 sicknesses, but can we pray in both ways? Oh, uh, uh, not just coming to God, uh, now that I'm, uh, all in a situation, and I'm having financial uh, difficulty, now I want to pray. No, we got to pray in and through all things, huh? So that when those difficult times come, because they are coming, uh, we will be strengthened and we can still rejoice in spite of. Not just praying when we lose a family member through death, but uh, praying before. This happened. Why? Because when we are going through the process of grief, I'm sure every one of us on this line, I'm sure every one of us can attest to the grief process or how it feels to lose somebody that we love. We may not lose them in depth, but we may be separated from our loved ones for a period of time. Prayer can get us through that. Uh, So, so we got to pray without ceasing. The word of the Lord lets us know in James chapter five, 5, verse 16, the New American Standard reads it this way. He says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be what? So that you may be healed. The effectual pr- fervent prayer of, well, the, the 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 New American standards read, the effective prayer of the righteous man can accomplish much. King James Version said the effectual, the effective fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. Uh, so meaning the same things, in other words, saying the one that, praise effectively? How can we pray effectively? In order to pray effectively, we have to be righteous men and women in order to have our prayers to be accomplished in much, to have our prayers availed in much. Who is a righteous man? Who is that righteous woman? We are blessed in the body of Christ To have righteous leadership, Mm -hmm. to have righteous men and women praying and interceding on your behalf. There is a difference, men and women of God, from prayer and intercession, those that intercede. Why should we do so? Why? Because this is the will of God concerning you. Who you? You that say you are the believers of Christ. You that say you are men and women of God. Give thanks
0: in all things. In everything, give thanks. Verse 19 says,
1: quench not. The
0: Spirit,
1: quench not the Spirit. Don't put out the Spirit. Who, what, the, what Spirit? The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Uh, don't put out the flame. Um, don't try to stop the Spirit. He said, quench not. Allow the Spirit of God to flow freely in your life and in my life. Some of the ways that we quench the spirit, one of the ways is that when we find ourselves entangled in the yoke and bondage of sin, we know better than that. Let's not quench the spirit. Verse 20 says, despise not prophecy. That's a big one. Despise or do not look down or do not uh disrespect or Call prophecies worthless or distasteful. Hmm? Uh, we know prophecy to be something that is uh, foretold, or things that happen are that that are foretold is happening, uh, that's going to happen in the future. Uh, the Word of God lets us know this is how you know false prophets that they tell you something wrong. You know they'll tell you the wrong thing. And there's no how you can tell uh true prophets from uh the real prophet. He said, Don't despise it, don't count it worthless. Verse 21 reads,
0: prove
1: all things. Hold fast
0: that which is good.
1: Prove all things. Let's read First Corinthians. In the book of Corinthians it says For who among you, well, who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of man, which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God, no one knows except the spirit of God. Now that we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak not in words uh, taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit, uh, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. This, my sisters and brothers, is how we can, in fact, Prove all things and how we can hold fast to that which is good by being able to glory be to God by being able to actually uh know what it says in the word of God through the spirit of God, we cannot count on human uh on our humanistic um mindset or our education to, to uh, be able to know that which is good. Why? Because the feelings that we have may be fooling us. The desires that we have in our flesh, is not all good, say. The scripture says we are drawn away from our own lust and we are enticed. So so something that we have uh, a desire for or a taste for, Uh, This is not the will of God. So we we, we, we have to be able to prove all things through the word of God, by the spirit of God. This is how we can do so. Verse 22 lets us know to abstain, abstain from all appearances of evil. What does it look like? The scripture lets us know, don't let your good be evil spoken of. Now, let's pause for a righteous cause because you have folk out here that going to judge everything. What you look like, what you dress like, what you talk like, what your hair like, what your eyes look like. You may be sleeping why? because you may work third shift. Your eyes may be red because you have been crying your heart out. Because you have been suffered a loss, and some folk that ain't seen you in a while will look at you and, and see your red eyes and your tired self, and they'll say, "Dang, they must be high." Ah, see, see, folk gonna be folk. People gonna do people things. They gonna judge you. But this is talking about uh, with all of our abilities, don't allow our good. To be evil spoken of or to abstain. That word abstain means to keep from voluntarily keeping from or restraining from our passions, our appetites, this flesh appetite. Abstain from, 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 from that which is sin. Abstain from all those that may even look evil. Uh, it may not be. A quote in black and white in the Bible that says wrong, but abstain from that desire. Why? Because it may hinder somebody else or that it just may not look good. So uh, we know that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, we've been separated from this world. So there are some things that we ought to maybe uh, look different and sound different, you know, so so This is how we can get it, that I stand connected to the Spirit of God. And we almost finished. Verse 23 says, listen to the word of the Lord. Listen to the word of the Lord say, verse 23. What does it say? Let's go back. What does appearance look like? To abstain from our appearances of evil. Appearances.
0: When you come into sight or to, to come in view or what's visible abstain from every appearance, for example. For example, let me give you a good example. Say that you are a single man or woman dating you. You're dating. You have your significant other and and listen, I'm just saying, I'm showing you something.
1: So so, all you young people out there, when I ask you throughout the week, I say, what well, what did you learn in over the Bible class teaching over the phone? And some of you may tell me, uh, I don't remember. Mm. I want I want you to remember this: to abstain from all appearance. Of evil What what look what it looks like in view. For example, say that you, the young teenager, you're dating. You got your significant other. You're dating. Be very careful about what it may look like. You may have been you may have been brought up like we were. So when we went on dates. We will have to keep it in the eye of the public, so that the public, so, we will, it will, so they, they will see maybe we'll be on a day and we would be out to eat. But be very careful. Say you got your own place, and you got your significant
0: others, and they come in your own place, and you say you are saved, and
1: if you can trust and believe, people is watching you. They watching you closer than you think. Huh? Some things just don't look good. It don't look good as you young people, boys and girls, you dragging out one and two o'clock in the wee hours of the morning, coming out of your your boyfriend and girlfriend's house. <laughs> coming out of their pads, you know. They call them pads. Well, we they we call them pads. What y'all call them, male? Your cribs. They call them cribs these days. Coming out of your crib at one, two hour, two o'clock in the wee hours of the morning, dragging out. So somebody that may be watching you as a young teenager or as a young a woman of God, see you dragging out of your boyfriend's house that late. Y'all could y'all could have been keeping it real and just watched a a, a movie on Netflix. And it's just really just left it at next week. You ain't been doing nothing. You could have possibly been doing nothing. But what does it look like that you dragging out that time in the wee hours of the morning? Come on now. You, guess what it means by abstaining from the appearance of evil? What may look evil? And you, and you got your sniffing, uh, significant other coming over and your little boyfriend
0: coming, put your shirt on. Show some respect. What may look evil? Watch it. Now, we're going to drag off from that, so y'all get mad. But this season,
1: we're going to, listen, if we ain't never laid it down flat, we're going to lay it down flat in this season. We're going to speak the truth because there are many spirits that have gone out in this world. You can trust and believe. Oh, Lord is coming. And we are definitely living in the last days. Look at verse 23. It says, and and the very God of peace sanctify you holy. Look at that. Sanctify you, my God. That that word sanctify. That 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 that, that makes you holy or consecrate you. That purifies you. That that sets you apart for sacred services, for the work of the kingdom. Huh? And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body, listen to that, that your whole spirit and soul, listen, our spirit, listen, what you feel like, what your spirit feel like, that your whole spirit and soul and body be be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The, only the word of God can separate our soul from our spirit. This is why we need the spirit of God. The word of the Lord lets us know in Jude chapter 1, verse 23 and 24. I believe, or maybe just 23, uh. uh the word of the Lord lets us know glory be to God. It says, uh, now unto him that's able to keep us from falling.
0: Listen to verse twi- Listen, 23 is deep. Look at how the new American
1: send the Babel reads Now may the God of peace himself
0: uh, may that the God of peace Himself sanctify
1: you entirely. Not this ain't no half work that you go off halfway delivered or halfway healed. No, that he sanctify you, that he cleanses you, purifies you, consecrates you himself. That you and, and and may your spirit and your soul and body be preserved complete. We we don't want a head job, we want a complete work. We want we want complete deliverance. So that with blame at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, in other words, uh, in other words saying, now unto him that is able to keep you and me from falling and to present you and me faultless before his presence. And his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, the glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. This is what he wants for you and me to be presented for a faultless. He wants to present you and me to himself this way. No blemishes, no spots, no wrinkles, but holy, separated from this world system. Verse 24 says, faithful is he that calls you who also will do it.
0: God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with his son,
1: Jesus Christ our Lord. We have been called into fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For I am confident of this very thing, says in Philippians 1 and 16, that he who begun a good work in you, he will perfect that work. He will do it until the day of Christ Jesus. The work that he started in you and me, the spirit of the Holy Ghost, he's going to perfect the work until the very day of Jesus Christ. I know we're living in the end times and many things are happening and many more things are going to go on. Can we continue the work? Uh, the word of the Lord lets us know in verse twenty five, he said, Brother pray for us. In other words, this work is deep. This call is heavy. He said, use your power through prayer without ceasing. Pray diligently, be effective and fervent. Pray for us. This is a deep call and it's and and, and and it's not for those that are that are that are weak, you know, that 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 are indecisive. In their thinking, it's not for those that are double-minded.
0: Listen to the word of the Lord. Verse twenty-six says, "Greet all the brethren and holy kiss."
1: You hear that? This is back in the day. You know how you greet the men and women of God. They greeted them. They had they had uh, purified thinking. In, in the state, in the world in which we're living, in our state, uh,
0: mindsets, in our hearts, folk mind ain't right. In in within the churches these days, and they,
1: and they, and their, their hearts are not pure. So, and even in,
0: even in this time, six feet means six feet. Some of us still ain't caught a hold of that. Social distancing.
1: Wear your mask. When you are around folk. Some of us want to be hard headed and hard hearted to lead us in our nation that has declared the importance of wearing your mask. We still ain't caught hold of that yet. But we'll wear it, we'll put it on our lips, but our nose will be open. We know that much. Put that mask
0: on. Well, this say uh, the obey leadership. Put the mask on, but we got we got to be careful when we go into the building.
1: He's greet All the brother with a holy kiss. It's a time and a place for all things. Listen, to me now. We are in a season where the spirit of infirmity has called us gone out in this world. When you go back into the building like we're going in next week, remember it is a time and a place for all things. Six feet. You ain't barely getting a handshake in this season. I'm just saying. So that's why it's important that you know those that labor among you. Know that people's not mistreating you or trying to be nasty. No, people don't want to get sick. So keep your handshakes. Keep your kisses to yourself because it's a time and a place. Somebody say it with me slowly. It's a time and a place for all things. And in this season, is not a time for handshaking and kissing people and greeting them uh, in our fellowship and meetings. Verse 27 says, I charge you by the Lord. That this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. See, he's talking to you and me. We can't expect the world to 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 receive it because they don't understand spiritual things. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, Amen. I charge you, I impose upon you, I lay it to your charge, men and women of God, that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. In other words, we have been charged to deliver the word of God. We have been charged, especially in this season, to do the work of the ministry. Let's pray. Let us pray. Father God, we come before you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you today for your word. Father, we thank you for the faculties that you have given us that we're able to think for ourselves, we're able to dress ourselves and feed
0: ourselves.
1: We don't take that lightly. Glory be to God. So many others, they have not the ability to think clearly.
0: They don't have the physical ability to take care of themselves. But we do, God. You've given us our health back. Glory be to God. You have strengthened our lungs where they were weak. Oh,
1: God, thank you. Glory be to God. When we should have stroke out, I had a stroke. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, you washed over your men and women and were able to move with the ability given to us. For that, we say thank
0: you. We thank you, glory be to God, for waking us up this morning. For making our path straight. We understand and
1: know that sin lieth at the door; it's awaiting us. But you have given us the power and the freedom of walking in uh, your power with with the faces of strength, not being fearful of nothing. The word of the Lord says, "Glory be to God." The kingdom of God suffereth violence, but the violence, the God says. Take it by force. We walk under the anointing power of the Holy Spirit. Take back the powers of the enemy forces. Oh glory be to God. Every demonic influence that has been opened to your people. Oh glory. Glory be to God. Send it back to the pits of hell. We empower your people today. Glory be to God. Allow us to walk in the grace of God. Allow this grace of God to come upon our lives so that we may be able to work in the ministry. Open our eyes. Open our ears to see and to the real realm of spiritual warfare. Glory peace to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. He that has an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit and to the church. Glory be to God. Let us not be ignorant to spiritual things. Let us not be ignorant to the will and the word of God. Let us not be ignorant in this transition of leadership. But let us know our place in kingdom work. We as women we may feel empowered. power. Hmm? because of our elected Vice President, Kamala Harris. Oh, beautiful, powerful woman. Ah, she stands and she speaks with boldness. Ah, We're in power today. Just because we see, we feel the energy of her boldness. But God, let your men and women Be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Hmm? Let us move on the conviction of the Holy Spirit. To stand on truth, regardless of what the laws say. Regardless of what laws have been passed that will stand in unity of your word while we honor the elected president in our country. Glory be to God. Let our lives bring glory to you as we operate in our church. Bless your men and pe- women everywhere, God, especially leadership.
0: Continue to give us somebody that will hold us up. God, we, we, we,
1: uh, I, I'm speaking for and praying for him.
0: All pastors in leadership continue to strengthen us. I thank you today for the ones that
1: you've given me that strengthens me, that holds my hands up. I thank you for them that let them financially and spiritually bless them physically for oh, glory be to God everybody I know you have those that are on the line and what did she just say I'm sending a blessing over the men and women of God that has operated fearlessly in support of leadership. you are a blessed people today know it, walk in it, receive it. Not just in your finances,
0: not not just financially, but spiritually, physically, you have been blessed
1: as well because of your faith. Be blessed of the Lord today. Saints, God bless you. May the Lord keep you. Tune in Wednesday night six thirty. Our elder, the powerful. Elder J.A. Morrison. We used to call him J.A. Jakes, but now I'm going to give him his right name. The great, the Elder J.A. Morrison will be teaching Bible class at
0: 6.30. I charge you to get on that line with your Bibles,
1: with your notepads, with your pen and your paper, take notes, learn from the empowered teacher that's empowered by the Holy Spirit to do his will. You won't be upset. You won't be left alone. You will eat fat. You will will walk away spiritually fed.
0: God bless you today, saints. Be encouraged. Have a nice and wonderful day.